Welcome to the Broadcast Storm, episode number 102, Overview of Cisco DNA Center. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Wallace, and in this episode of the Broadcast Storm, we want to talk about a topic that has just appeared on Cisco's new CCNA blueprint. It's Cisco DNA Center. It's been around for a while, but now you need to know a bit about it for your CCNA exam, and we want to give you an overview of it here in this episode. And Cisco DNA Center has lots and lots of features. We could spend weeks in training just going over everything it can do. However, at the CCNA level, you just need to know what it does. Where does it fit into our suite of Cisco products? And DNA, by the way, that stands for Digital Network Architecture. And what it is, is an appliance. It gives us a graphical interface and for that matter, it gives us a programming interface. If we write Python scripts, we can have those scripts go out and talk to the Cisco DNA Center server to do things. So it gives us a graphical interface and a programming interface to design our network. We can add devices to the network. We can configure those devices and set policies. We can monitor. We can troubleshoot our network. There's a lot we can do. And I know this isn't Cisco's first attempt at giving us a graphical interface to manage our network. You might remember Cisco Configuration Professional, and there were even options before that where Cisco said, yeah, you can use this graphical interface to configure your router or something like that. But this is orders of magnitude beyond that in what it's able to do. This is where we start to get into Cisco's intent-based networking, where we can express our intent, what we want the network to do, and then have Cisco DNA Center acting as a controller send out appropriate configuration instructions to multiple network devices. And you might think, hold on, doesn't Cisco ACI already do this? Cisco has the application-centric infrastructure. That's a suite of software-defined networking services they have. Well, think of it this way. Cisco ACI is targeting the data center. That's typically where it's going to be used. It's going to be used with an APIC controller that might be talking to your Nexus devices, as an example. And while Cisco ACI targets the data center, Cisco DNA Center targets the enterprise. So think of this as configuring your routers and your switches and your other devices at your local site, your wide area network connections, things that make up your enterprise network. And let's take a look at a few examples of what specifically we can do with DNA Center. Again, this is not at all comprehensive. It's just giving you an idea of what DNA Center is capable of. The first big thing it does is design. We can have a map of the world and we can zoom in on a particular country or state and say, I want to add an area. And we can identify sub areas within that area. Maybe we have lots of offices in a state in the United States. Well, the state might be an area. We could have cities in that state as sub areas. Within those cities, we can define buildings. We can identify floors on a building. We can import floor maps. We can say what our IP address allocation is. It's a great design tool for setting up our global networks, potentially. Something else you can do is policy. We can set up policies to say this group of devices does or does not have access to something. It could be done based on IP addresses. One of my favorites is we can set up queuing profiles. So we can do quality of service and divide up the available bandwidth among our different applications and say how much bandwidth are we allocating per application. We can also do provisioning. And here we're talking about adding new devices. And we can have essentially plug and play for new Cisco devices that we install. Let's say that we wanted to install a router at a remote office. 
We could order a router and tell Cisco to ship it to that remote office. Somebody at that remote office could then plug it in. It's going to boot up. It's automatically going to get some IP address information from a DHCP server, including uh, the IP address of a DNS server. That router could then resolve the IP address of a Cisco DNA center server from that DNS server that it learned about. And from that Cisco DNA server, it could download its configuration. Essentially, we have zero touch on installing that new device. Another area that Cisco DNA Center focuses on is called assurance. And this deals with monitoring and troubleshooting. We can get a lot of visibility into what's going on in the network. And if there's a troubleshooting issue, it can help us collect information and even go back in time. There's something called network time travel where we can see what was going on in the network at some time in the past. And for issues that it identifies that are going on in our network, Cisco DNA Center has access to essentially a knowledge base that's been created by Cisco TAC, the Technical Assistance Center. And they've seen lots of different issues, and this assurance feature is going to give us some suggestions as to how to resolve whatever issue has been identified. And a final area that Cisco DNA Center focuses on is platform. And when we say platform, we're talking about it being a, a programming platform where we can write Python scripts, for example, to reach out to Cisco DNA Center, express our intent, and have Cisco DNA Center send appropriate configuration instructions or retrieve information from lots and lots of network devices. So we don't have to configure devices one at a time. And uh, through the graphical interface, you can go in to this platform area in Cisco DNA Center, and you're able to see the collection of APIs, application programming interfaces, which we can use in our Python scripts. And depending on exactly when you listen to this podcast episode, you might be able to go out and get free access to the DNA Center interface and explore and see what's available out in DNA Center. That's going to help you better internalize what I mean when I'm talking about design and policy and provision and assurance and platform. And our friends over at the Cisco DevNet Sandbox have set up some DNA Center servers that we can reserve, or they have one or two that are always on. And I say that depends on when you're listening to this recording, because they're always making updates as to what's available in their sandbox. But at the time of this recording, you can go out to the Cisco DevNet Sandbox and go into their Cisco DNA Center Always On Lab. They've got a couple of those. And even without setting up a VPN connection, you can get direct access into a DNA Center server. And I'll put links in the show notes of this episode as to how to do that. They've got a couple of DNA Center servers up at the time of this recording. One of them allows you to actually make some changes where you can go into the design area, for example, and you can set up an area and you can add a building. One server they have, though, is read-only. I'll put links to both servers in the show notes. And again, they may or may not be up when you're trying it, but hopefully you'll be able to access those and you can explore around DNA Center for yourself. And on that note, we'll wrap this episode up and I look forward to spending time with you again on the next episode of The Broadcast Storm.